With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. about that, Bernie. I still want Hillary to win, because we need it. We need another Clinton. But you're right, Bernie. You're right. Don't have to beg billionaires either. I want this country to have one of the highest voting turnout rates in the world, not one of the lowest. I agree with that. But before, before we will have the opportunity to defeat Donald Trump, we're going to have to defeat Secretary Clinton. No, I like you, Bernie, but. You can be the vice president, brother. We gotta have Hillary Rodham Clinton, the next president of the United States, inaugurated January the twentieth, twenty seventeen. Hillary Rodham Clinton. Straightforwardly tell you some of the differences between Secretary Clinton and myself. All right, let's hear it. I'm still going for Clinton. Our job is to take on Wall Street, not to take their money. 
You're right about that, Bernie. I still gotta vote for Clinton. And I think she's the best choice in terms of beating Trumpy. But you know what? You're right. Castle. I know you don't know me, but you will one day. Uh, California is going to Hillary Rodham Clinton. Can you believe that? I like you, Bernie. You can be vice president, but our next president is Hillary Rodham Clinton. Inaugurated January 20th, 2017. Hillary Rodham Clinton. And now back to Bernie Sanders. To a living wage, it is also ending the disgrace of women making 79 cents on the dollar of the bank of And together I know that every man here will stand with the women in the fight for pay equity. Member of the U.S. Senate Committee on the Environment. And I will tell you what all of you know, and that is that climate change is real. It is caused by human activity. And as everybody in California knows, it is already causing devastating problems. 
Senator Sanders, uh, speaker in uh, California uh, this evening. Let's uh, get some questions from our panel, uh, David Axelrod. Well, I wouldn't exactly say the plane's coming in for a landing here. Uh, if, if anything, I think he intensified uh, his rhetoric, and he said flat out to beat Donald Trump, we first have to beat Secretary Clinton, but there's nothing that happened tonight that would suggest he's going to be in that position. So the question becomes, if his goal is to defeat Donald Trump, uh, how, is, how does he land the plane in such a way that he isn't giving a sense of illegitimacy to his supporters yeah. about the whole process? Yeah. Now, there's, there's a line from the 1986 movie, The Fly, be afraid, be very afraid. If I were Debbie Wasserman Schultz running this convention, if I were the Clinton folks, I would be concerned. Yeah. Well, I think it's from the yeah. yeah. original yeah. He's trying to put the Democratic Party on notice. He said, look, you've got to open these doors. This is telling the American people the truth. And, you know, he went on and on about that. And I think that um, in talking about his strategy, he went to a list of states everywhere from New Jersey, Montana, whatever, to getting to California, but didn't mention that he would have to win, you know, 70% plus. Um, yeah, well, 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 it's almost like he's misreading the Democratic Party. I mean, this Democratic Party is the Democratic Party that elected Obama in 2008 in 2012 and welcomed millions of new voters, uh, the surge voters, which Obama uh, helped bring into the party. And, and this idea that somehow the Democratic Party is standing in Bernie Sanders' way, it's, just, it's not a real argument. Like, he has down 3 million voters uh, to Hillary Clinton, and, and those voters are somehow pawns of the Democratic Party who've been bamboozled I think Bernie Sanders is pretty happy in in terms of he's, he's back to where he wanted to be. He's back to fighting. The last few weeks, there's been a lot of back and forth in his camp about whether he's going to start being nicer to Hillary, if his tone was going to change, what he was going to talk about. At this point, he wants to go to California and just have these big rallies after big rallies. And he's going to take it to her. He seems determined. And I think there's a lot of discussion about that, though, right? I mean, I think they want to go to California, certainly, and pull in these sort of big crowds in which he's giving them, you know, pretty much kind of liberal red meat, I think, to, to run up those delegate numbers. At least he definitely doubled down on the, on the, the party rhetoric, you know? I mean, he really made the party an end yeah. in this speech. And as we discussed earlier, we wondered, okay, how is he going to deal with the fact that coming out of this Nevada incident with Debbie Wasserman Schultz just, you know, an hour ago, uh, saying some pretty heated things, what was he going to do in this rally? Clearly, I don't think he, he plans to change course or, or, or change weather. I another question. Thank you, Philip. We can now uh, officially uh, project that uh, Hillary Clinton is the winner in Kentucky. Based on the latest information, we just got a call from the Secretary of State office in Kentucky. All the precincts have now reported uh, by their counts that Hillary Clinton is the winner by 1,923 votes in the state of Kentucky. As a result of that, CNN projects Hillary Clinton is the winner in Kentucky. Earlier, we heard directly from the Secretary of State, Allison Lundgren, Brian saying she's the unofficial winner, but now, apparently, according to the uh, 
Secretary of State's office in Kentucky. This official Hillary Clinton is the winner in Kentucky. And you just heard uh, a few minutes ago, let's see, and I'm projecting that Bernie Sanders uh, is projected to win in Oregon. A big win for him in Oregon tonight. Mm -hmm. Oregon, 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 Sanders, listen, buddy. I like you, but we need Hillary to win. Because we know America's not ready for you, Bernie. I wish they were, Bernie, but they're not. We'll barely get Hillary in there the way people are. So, Bernie, you got to wake up and smell the fruit of your buddy. Help Hillary win. Yeah, I know it ain't fair, but do you really want Trump that in there? Come on, Bernie. You can do better than that. Yes, Bernie, I like you. I agree with some of your policies. But we need to win in November in the general election. We must have a Democratic president and a Democratic-controlled Senate. And hopefully, we'll pray for a Democratic-controlled House. That's right, all three houses, the White House, the Senate, and the House of Representatives. So come on, Bernie. Let's win this thing. I know you want in the House, but you might have to go in there as a vice president. But we need to win that House, Bernie Sanders. So remember that. I. Right. This is a message from Albert Joseph Ficasso. Who the hell is Albert Joseph Ficasso? Well, he's a talk show host. That's right, people. That's the name. Don't wear it out. Hi, party. Um, I don't know that that was but Bill, but what did he take uh, after Hillary? Um, you know, I've been very public accounts, turn your guns on Trump, make Donald Trump fight two foot more. He had great stuff going after Trump. But I don't think anybody's going to cover that, or should they? Because the fight within the, the family. But he bothered me the most of this. He's telling his voters he can win. And he can't. And when he loses, and he will, he is feeding a narrative that somehow they will rob. They won't rob. This is democracy. She has three million more votes. She's won more votes, more states, more pledge delegates, more super delegates. If there was another category of puppies and uniforms, she'd be wearing that. He's running a great campaign, but he needs to not mislead his voters because they take this seriously. They really think that they're going to win. So you're saying he's misleading his voters? Yes, he is. Look, Look, I wish that he was doing more to prepare his movement to make this turn. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that he, I think that it is uh, wrong for him not to do a better job preparing for. I also think that I don't think people understand the movement that he is a part of, and he's really good at it. He doesn't understand it. But you have a bunch of people out there. You say, well, three million more. That's true. Three million is a lot. But he does have 45 percent of all these current delegates. That is a big, big number. And also, the, the passions of the people that he is trying to speak for. If he weren't speaking for them, they would be worse off. Because those words would be out there with no focal point. There, I don't, there's a level of pain out there that he is speaking to that does not want to hear that, uh, you know, the, the math of the magic wall says this, that, and the other thing. What they want to hear is that somebody is listening. And tonight, I think the establishment Democrats is not seen to. There has been no signal from the establishment of Democrats that anything that happened in Nevada was wrong except for 
referring to. And that, I think, is with a serious misogyny because they're watching. Okay, well, well, I think you're right about, I think you're right about the, the math and, and the social large report. This is the kind of speech that he could have given on the night that he won the New Hampshire primary. This is the kind of speech where you're trying to rally the troops for the next primary, the next week, the next month, you know, the next debate, get excited, boost the fundraising, and look forward to, you know, what kind of a message you can build on. You know, instead, it seems like he's got basically a few weeks left, and he's making a decision to just fight as hard as he can, I think, to win California. I think he wants sort of a, a big symbolic, you know, win to be able to take into the convention to sort of end this race with. But it's trying to leave the party, it seems, so deeply divided. And like Paul said, all of these supporters who are going to go into that I want him, I want him to do more, but I also want the establishment Democrats to do more. And I, I get beat up on Twitter from both sides because I, I, I honestly believe that Bernie Sanders has a responsibility to his movement, whether they follow him or not, but he has to prepare them for the turn because the reality is they will be in a situation where they have to make the turn. So it's just no, because he's saying, you know, we need to be heard. The problem is he's saying, I'm the only one that can do that. Well, and when he's not the last guy standing and Hillary Clinton is, where's the Where's the Where's the Clinton and her campaign manager put out a statement sign. Hillary did not give a speech. Missed opportunity. I think she should have. But she didn't. She did put out a statement calling for unity. Robbie Mook, the campaign manager, has been going hard against Sanders the whole week for that statement. Very different from the interview we had with Jeff Weaver on our air tonight, the Sanders campaign manager. Robbie Book's statement, the Hillary campaign manager, that supporters of both Clinton and Sanders deserve respect for the work they put into their campaign. Ultimately, we're confident that the passion and energy from the primaries will be united in a common purpose to move forward the ideals of our party and keep the White House out of Donald Trump's hands. That's a big, 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 in Kentucky, but by a very, very narrow margin, making sure that California can control the outrageously high cost of prescription drugs. I congratulate those people who put that item on the ballot. Let's pass it. Together. We will end the fact that we are the only country, major country without health care for all, that we pay far, far more per capita for health care than any other country. We're going to end that by passing a Medicare for all health care system. Now the insurance companies may not like it. The drug companies may not like it, but the American people do like it, and that's what we got to do. This campaign understands a very, very important historical lesson, and that lesson is that no real change has ever occurred in our country from the top on down. It has always been from the bottom on up. Think back 
Think back 100, 120 years ago when workers in this country were forced to work seven days a week, 14 hours a day. They had no rights on the job. Think about the children, 10, 11 years of age, losing their fingers in factories. And what the working people of this country said, sorry, we are human beings, we're not beasts of burden, we're going to form trade unions and negotiate contracts. And I thank the All right, as the Bernie Sanders continues to speak there, I want to get Tracy Sanders just down in his list of Sanders. He won in Kentucky, he won in Oregon. So if he said they're going to go forward on it, they did not exactly say the math is still not on this subject. Very good point, Jeff, and we'll discuss that with our panel, whether he's giving his supporters false hope or not. Thank you, Jeff Zellman. I want to bring in now Kenneth Jim Acosta at Trump Tower right here in New York City. Uh, quieter there in New York City, but it has gone. The Trump campaign and the RNC announced that they have uh, reached an agreement to uh, basically roll out these joint funds when it comes to women, and they're not concerned about it. Seven percent of the remaining pledge delegates, the tech secretary said in the most pledge delegates. Well, he was Kentucky by the narrowest of margins, 46.8 to 46.3. Essentially, one of the delegates did, so get a couple of more. Uh, but Senator Sanders needed 67 percent. He didn't get in the state of Kentucky. Even if he gets his win out in Oregon tonight, we're up to 66 percent of the vote counted on. That's a six-point win right now. Again, that's an impressive win, right? In any other context, we would say that's an impressive win, except under the Democratic Party rules, where he is right now, Senator Sanders simply needs more. Yes, it's impressive, but it doesn't change this. Let me switch maps and just show you. Secretary Clinton came into the night just shy of a 300 lead among Craig delegates. Senator Sanders tonight will cut into that, most likely only in the single digits now, maybe by 10 or 12. By the time we're done allocating the delegates in Oregon, that's simply not enough in the sense that now you have nine contests left. Senator Sanders is going to need 70 percent, maybe even a little bit higher than that, of the remaining delegates. And yes, there's no question he can win the state of California. You think he's going to win California with 70 or 75 percent of the vote? His performance said yes. Let's say a more likely scenario is a win if he wins. The same campaign said he could still win. Even at 55 45. Clinton better win California because she needs to win it in November. So she better win California. Well, that's not going to look good at all. Not at all. He has to win California.
even more steep down. Well, as soon as you the nominees, give us the official, what does the official delegate count map look like? Do you have something that you can show us? The key is the nominee? The map, yeah. We just, oh, the map, we go through what a fall race looks like. It's hard to give you the exact number on the Democratic side. Now, one of the things that Sanders supporters will say when it comes to this, if you take the superdelegates away, it is more than likely that Secretary Clinton will end the nomination battle short of a majority of pledged delegates, short of the number of pledged delegates to come to the nomination. But this number, remember, this number includes superdelegates. So if Sanders supporters say she won't get to 2383 with pledged delegates, that's probably right. But that number includes the superdelegates, who by Democratic Party rules, a lot of people don't like it, especially Sanders supporters, they get votes at the convention. So when it comes to that, she keeps these people, she's the nominee of the Democratic Party. But mm -hmm. play out the remaining contest, but if she holds on to these, she gets across the finish line. Now, you want to look ahead to the fall a little bit. If you assume this is a Clinton-Trump race, yeah. my best expectation for you is to start here. Some people do it a different way. We could start here. This is a CNN map where these yellow states are our early pop-up states. This is one way to look at it and say they will fight to get to 270 with a Democratic starting with the advantage 237, Republicans at 191. I always like the best way to start is with the last campaign. So this is what President Obama won, the blue, in his re-election campaign against Governor Romney. 332 for the Democrats, 206 for the Republicans. So if you're Donald Trump on, here's the challenge. You're looking at this map and you're saying, I must change Pennsylvania. No Republican can win the White House without changing Ohio. Donald Trump thinks he can change Michigan. Trump Democrats replacing the old so-called Reagan Democrats. You are not the getting Pennsylvania, Trump. No way, brother. No way, evil boy. You ain't my brother. No way. If he could win those three, the heavy But if he could win those three, and nothing else changed, Secretary Clinton would still win a narrow race. So if you're Donald Trump then, you're looking for the rest of them. And again, this would be a key. Trump, you're not getting Pennsylvania, and you're not getting Ohio. Now, Democrats would say, no, forget it. He's going to win Florida with his problem with Latino voters. So where else would Trump look? So look for smaller districts. So look maybe for Iowa. So look maybe in New Hampshire. Under that scenario, if nothing else changed, Donald Trump's the next president of the United States. So how will this play out, Don? Follow the super PAC spending, like Priorities USA, the Clinton super PAC. Follow where it's buying ads. Not necessarily this week or next week, because they're testing things right now. Clinton wins Pennsylvania and Ohio. Enough said. Because they know he's going to make a push across here, and then they know he's going to look for a few other states, like in Iowa, like in New Hampshire, yeah. uh, maybe it's Colorado. So then the Democrats have an advantage. Mr. Trump knows this. This is where he's going to start. And then we'll take it from there. Look at that. I mean, look how close that is. What is it, like 268 to 272 that you have? Under this scenario, yeah. yes. Now, again, Pennsylvania having done Republican this past yeah. so yeah. late 1980s. So it's a, it's a, this, this is, you know, a lot of Democrats would say, give me a break, John. That's not going to happen. I'm just saying, this it happens. If he can change his So if, if, if he doesn't get this one, okay. come over here on my panel, I'll give you a side eye right now. If he doesn't get Pennsylvania, that's the challenge for Trump. If you don't get Pennsylvania, you've got to find somewhere else. Is it Wisconsin? Uh, you know, is it, do you go back to Colorado? There's no question. No question the map is tough for Republicans, yeah. but watch Trump. He's going to start here. He's going to try to build here. And we'll see what he does over the next couple of months. That's the test. He knows it. The Democrats know it. Everybody knows it. Is that there? Let's start here. Okay. And what is the panel? And let me go. Hillary. Hillary. Nope. Nobody. <laughs> no. The favorite. The favorite. John Davis.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 